everybody, what's up? Happy Wednesday. This is Jenna Atkinson. Welcome to another episode of Growth Bomb Podcast. Here on episode 65, we have someone that I just really, really like talking about. I'm from the Midwest and um, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it doesn't. But when I look at people that are really successful and that I admire in business, it's not necessarily the people that have, you know, a billion dollars and are dominating their industry, although that's awesome too. Uh, What I really appreciate, and I think what a lot of people really appreciate, is someone that's really well-rounded, someone that is successful in business, but also has that balance of, you know, being a family person and having that family time and having that awareness that your bottom line and revenue isn't everything and that, Success is more than just, you know, your income reports. It's all encompassing. You need your health, you need your family, you need good relationships, and you need that business in um, combination with a lot of things. And today's guest, I've had the opportunity to meet in person a couple times, and I think he just is one of those people that not only has a killer business, but also is just an all-around great guy, and I think that comes through in today's episode. Today's guest is Pat Flynn. He's the host of the Smart Passive Income podcast. If you haven't checked it out, definitely jump over there after this episode. There's a ton of value in every single um, episode that he posts, but I know everyone's interested in passive income and how can you make more money while you're spending less time doing the work, and he has a ton of awesome tips. He's the absolute master of finding ways to do that and being successful. He actually publishes his income reports every month and he makes six figures a month, the majority of which, um, and actually he'll explain in the episode, is that 99% passive income. Also in the episode, he talks about how you how although passive income is possible, nothing is 100% passive income. There is a little bit of at least maintenance and some upfront work you have to do, but after that, it's a great option and path for you to go down in order to find that life work balance. He talks about why failure is critical for success. He's the self-proclaimed test dummy of uh, online business. He's tried and failed at a lot of things, but also because of that tried and succeeded even more um, at different things. So he talks a little bit about that, how you can identify a profitable niche, his new book, Will It Fly helps people identify whether or not their business idea is likely to get off the ground and be successful. And he also talks about tips to boost your email list, which is critical for success, especially if you have an online business. And then just ideas and strategies for your overall productivity and success. And those are just a couple of things that he touches on in this episode. So without further ado, I will turn it over to someone who's not only successful in business, but is really well-rounded and successful in all those areas. Awesome family guy, father, husband, um, business person, and just good dude all around. So here it is. Check it out. Pat Flynn. Imagine yourself at the airport five years from now, and you're kind of waiting for your flight. It's a couple hours away, so you have some time to kill. And then all of a sudden, you feel a tap on your shoulder, and you turn around, and it's your buddy from high school that you hadn't seen in, in like years. You haven't seen this person in forever. And this person, of course, like is so happy to see you too. And you go and get coffee together because you're both waiting for your flights. And then this person eventually asks you, hey, like, how's life going? Like, what's going on? How are things? And remember, this is five years from now. And you say to, your, to, to this person, life is amazing. It couldn't get any better. And I want you to think about that really quick. What would, in your life five years from now, make you respond like that? Are you ready to reach higher levels of success? 
I'm Jenna Atkinson, and Growth Bomb Podcast is your weekly guide to explosive success. There's no better time than now to improve your business and life, so let's get started. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Growth Bomb Podcast, your weekly guide to explosive success. Today, I have a podcast all-star He is a father, a husband, and an entrepreneur who works from his home office in San Diego, California. Um, He owns several successful online businesses and is a professional blogger, keynote speaker, Wall Street Journal bestselling author, and host of the top-rated business podcast, The Smart Passive Income Podcast, which has earned over 30 million downloads, multiple awards, and features in publications such as the New York Times and Forbes. He's also an advisor for lead pages and other companies in the digital marketing arena. He's also the self-proclaimed crash test dummy of online business. So if any of you guys are interested in online business, this is the ultimate guru guy. You need to listen to his podcast. There's tons of value in every single episode. But today, we're lucky to have him here on Growth Bomb Podcast. So I want to welcome Pat Flynn. Thanks for being on. Uh, thank you, Jenna. What an amazing intro. Um, wow. Just I'm so, so happy to be here. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and I appreciate it. So give us, uh, obviously, that's a really high-level intro, but you have so many cool <laughs> things going on. You have a ton of streams of smart passive income. See what I did there? And um, just so many cool things. So kind of start from the beginning and where you started and how you became now this guru of online business and author and all the other cool things you have going on. Yeah, I, I mean, it's funny you say guru. I, I still don't consider myself an all-knowing expert. I just feel like I'm I'm somebody who always is taking action, trying new things. Like you said, I'm the crash test dummy of online business. Well, what does that mean? That means I'm always just putting myself out there, trying new things, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But in either case, I'm always reporting back for everybody's sake and everybody's safety, if you will, on Smart Passive Income. But my first site wasn't actually smartpassiveincome.com. I actually had a Uh, and still have um, the very first business I created, which is at greenexamacademy.com. I created that site after getting laid off from the architecture world in 2008, and I started to sell eBooks and study guides and practice exams and and coursework for passing a very, very niched exam in the architecture industry called the LEAD exam, L-E-E-D, which stands for Leadership and Energy and Environmental Design. And, and that site just completely, and that, and that business um, just took off. Um, and I had no idea that it would. It was just kind of a, let's see what happens kind of thing. I was um, you know, considering going back into architecture, but I actually couldn't get back into architecture because nobody was hiring at the time. And I got some inspiration from another podcast called Internet Business Mastery, which is also still around. And it was then that I realized that I had this uh, knowledge about this exam and I could potentially turn it into a business. And, and that's exactly what I did. And then after I survived the recession there, a ton of people started asking me how I was able to do that. So that's when Smart Passive Income was created. And the reason it's called Smart Passive Income is because it's my business was set up in a way where I had products, uh, for example, the ebook that didn't require my time in order for me to deliver it. I required a lot of time and and a lot of pain and heartache to to get it all set up and and going. And I didn't know what I was doing, got a lot of help along the way and went through a lot of failures, that's for sure. But once it was up, for example, somebody could come to the site, purchase the book and get it automatically delivered to them via email and without me having to be there. So I could literally wake up in the morning and see more people have purchased my book, which means more income into my PayPal account. And this this whole world of, you know, no longer trading time for money just started to open up for me. 
and it became let's invest time up front to create things that can continually make money for you over time. And then since then, I've been building more businesses. My next company after that was an iPhone application company I had built along with my high school buddy, 24 applications that were live in iTunes at one point. Uh, some of them have, have died out, but some of them are still there. And those uh, started to generate an income in a similar fashion. People could download the apps and we get paid for them uh, without us having to actually do the delivery of that because that's what Apple does in iTunes. Then from there, I created a website and I built this website publicly on Smart Passive Income, which was really fun. And it was a website helping people in the security guard training industry get get started in their career. And the reason why I selected that one is because I actually did some research and I, again, showed this entire process on my site uh, that this particular niche was was ask, asking for a lot of information about this, but there were no websites out there delivering on that information. I knew based on how many terms people were searching for on Google, for example, that this was a very, very interesting topic for, to people, but there was no websites out there that were actually delivering on what they were, what people were searching for. So I created that website, which is at securityguardtraininghq.com and built that website, created content for it, did the research. I'm not a security guard myself, uh, which is interesting. Uh, so you oh might be wondering God. like, why, do you, why, do you, why did you do that? You're not qualified to do that. Well, I took the approach of, okay, well, I don't know any of this information. I'm gonna go out there and find it and then put it together on a website that makes it make sense for people. And that's what I did. And then now this site consistently since 2010 has been earning at least uh, one to $4,000 every single month. And I haven't touched it for the last two years, which is pretty cool. Um, then I built a website in a similar fashion in the food truck industry to help people get started with their food trucks. Um, since then, I've also been uh, producing a podcast, like like you said earlier, the Smart Passive Income Podcast. I also have another podcast called Ask Pat, which answers five days a week questions from uh, my audience. Um, I also wrote a book called Will It Fly? It became a Wall Street Journal bestseller. It was also self-published, which I'm very proud of, actually. And now I'm speaking internationally. I'm getting paid to do it, which I never thought would be possible because I was deathly afraid of the stage before. And I just feel so blessed. And 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 the best part of all this for me, you know, the 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 success and surviving and uh, the recession is 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 great. But more than anything, I'm just super happy that I can create this life of freedom and flexibility and time, uh, so that I can be there with my family. I have two kids, a six-year-old boy, four-year-old daughter. My wife April, she's amazing, and we we have been able to build our lives around our kids. And and we both take the kids to school every day. We both pick them up, and we we go on vacations when we want to and stuff. And it's not like we live in a huge mansion and we have Lamborghinis or anything like that. And that's that's not what we want. We want to be able to create experiences for our kids and uh, to be able to do that whenever we feel we would want to. Uh, and um, we're able to do that. So I'm I'm super blessed and super super thankful for that. That's really, really awesome. And I think what's important there, Pat, is the this whole idea, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the whole idea of setting up these streams of smart passive income is so you have not only the consistent income, but you have the time freedom. It's not you personally needing to be there in your business all the time. You have these streams set up so you can take those vacations like you want or be with your family. Correct. However, I will say, you know, passive income, there is no such thing and this is coming from the passive income guy, I guess. Uh, there, there, there is no such thing as 100% passive income. Mm -hmm. Everything requires some sort of upkeep, some sort of maintenance. Even, even other, quote, traditional forms of passive income like real estate or investing in the stock market or those kinds of things, those need maintenance as well. And so there's nothing that you could set forever. So all my sites 
they they do require me to go in and you know make sure things are going well and you know I obviously want to grow them and scale them so I do that every once in a while which takes time and takes uh, effort but at the same time I can I can take Friday off you know and won't have any worry about it that's the coolest it's the coolest thing that that just like flexibility to take to to take those little breaks here and there without worrying about anything breaking without worrying about my business stopping because it's still going the, all my businesses are up 24 hours a day seven days a week even on holidays and i don't have to lift a finger all the time in order to make the keep running yeah you mentioned the maintenance going back in and you know keeping things growing and making sure they're working but for passive income, most of the time it takes a little bit more time up front to create that online product or get mm-hmm. those first parts going. If people are interested in following that path and eventually getting to just that maybe maintenance level of time needed, what I mean, how long does it normally take to get those things set up on the front end and to begin those passive streams of income? Yeah, well, I've done many different types of businesses, ranging from software to publications to advertising-related businesses, uh, all those kinds of things. In my experience, it's going to take, you know, on average, for something to be a good long-term success for you, it's going to take maybe over a year, a year and a half of, you know, putting in the work, putting in the effort, doing the research, serving the market out there, discovering that market, understanding the pains and problems, and then being able to deliver for them. It's going to take a while. Like, I don't want to joke around and be like, yeah, you could just push a button and you'll be rich tomorrow. There's like no such thing as that. And I know we all see that all the time online. And it's it's these people who are selling you the dream. Um, The reality is it's going to be a lot of work and a lot of people try it and a lot of people fail. But where most people fail is they try and they fail and they give up. The truth is you need to fail. You need to make mistakes. This is actually something that I'm, I'm teaching my kids now, especially my son who's six. Uh, who's who's very curious, but also, uh, you know, initially was very upset at himself when he would not do something the right way the first time. You know, yeah. I tell him now, it's okay. You've never done it before, so of course you're going to fail. Of course you're going to make mistakes, but you have to keep going. But guess what? You have this new knowledge now about what doesn't work. Now the next time, you know that you can apply that knowledge and do a little bit better. And eventually, if you keep doing that, you're eventually going to get to where you want to be. We do this when we talk about building Legos together to school-related projects to everything. Um, and, and that's what it takes to build a business. You know, you're going to have to fail. And the, the hard thing is most of us, at least people of my generation and older, you know, we're so conditioned to think that failing is bad, right? You see that big fat F on your paper and you think you're a failure, like F, fail, done, you're stupid, you're dumb. When really it's just like, oh, you just didn't figure it out yet. And, and that yet part is, is really important. Um, so me, for w- when I grew up, I grew up in a house where I would come home with a, a, a test score of a 96%, but then I'd be asked, well, what happened to the other 4%? <laughs> and that's, you know, I grew up in this world of, you, you know, you ha- everything had to be perfect. And that's not the way you want to run a business. Because if you think everything has to be perfect when you want to start a business, guess what? You're never going to start a business because nothing is ever perfect. Um, you know, most people try to wait for that perfect time. Like, oh, the timing is not right. It's not time yet. Well, if you if you have that approach, guess what? The time's never going to come. The time is now. The time is yesterday, right? To to move forward on that thing that you want to do. I love it. So when you talked about kind of this security guard business and some of the other things that you set up, and maybe you can talk a little bit about your book too. Will it fly here? How do how did you or how can people? 
um, find and identify those niche areas where there's a need that they might have no personal connection to at all? How do you do, I mean, how do people find those areas? Yeah, well, back in the day, it was very much based on what I said earlier, which is like, okay, let's look at Google and Google has these tools that show you how many people search for certain keywords. And I've realized over time that, you know, trying to play the Google game is going to get you in trouble sometimes because, you know, Google's always just trying to um, make things as human as possible. And I think the sign there is you want to make sure that you talk to human beings first before you build a business. And so if you have any idea, any interest, if you feel like you have something to contribute to this world, that's where you want to start. You want to start with what you feel you have to offer. But if even if you're going into a space and you just notice that there's a pain or a problem, that's all businesses solve problems. So you got to identify the problems. And the best way to identify problems is to have conversations with people. You can call people up and ask them, what are your biggest pain points? What are, what are you struggling with right now? And they will tell you. And that is a sign of where you can start in terms of developing a solution for them. I mean, my book ha uh, walks you through the exact process of how to do all this stuff uh, to a point where you can actually have people validate your idea by actually paying you up front for the idea even before you create it similar to how people are starting businesses on Kickstarter nowadays. Um, that's the best and, and most 100% way to know that an idea you have is worth moving forward with. But even just talking to people, you can begin to learn what they need help with. You can call small businesses around your area and ask them, well, what's something you do every day that you just absolutely hate doing? If you had a magic wand and you could change something right now in your business or in your life, what would that be? What would that life look like to you? And then you go from there and just try to discover if there are any potential solutions. Another great way is to take something that exists already and make it even better, not by copying it, but taking that idea of what that thing is solving and solving it better. And if you look on Amazon, for example, there's millions and millions and millions of product ideas out there for you that could be done better. You look at the three-star reviews and the two-star reviews. Those will tell you exactly what they like about that product, but what could be done better. Can you create a version like that? And that's just one idea in the version of a, of a physical product. There's information products. There's stuff like with my security guard training website, which is just uh, more of a repository of information. Um, there's podcasting, blogging, creating a, a YouTube channel, you know, all those kinds of things. But I think it all starts with, or I know it all starts with, well, the problems that you solve. Uh, and the best way to know that is to actually have conversations or go to different forums or places, blogs, Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups where those people exist and start reading the information that's there. You don't know, you don't even have to have a conversation if you're somebody who's kind of uh, more of an introvert. You can see the discussions that are happening already and you'll find people complaining about things, wishing stuff was done better. Well, not everybody's going to take action on solving that problem. But if you decide and commit to do that, well, then you have a good start. All right, so let's take a step uh, back for a second here, Pat. What would you say, and you, you kind of touched on this a little bit already, but what would you say overall is your definition of success? For me, uh, you know, there's different levels of that, right, in whatever we do. But I, I think deep down for each individual, success is, is going to mean happiness. Um, I think that's what we all strive for. And I think that only comes when you define what your goals are and what would make you happy. There's an exercise in Will It Fly uh, in the first part. It's actually the first thought experiment that I share with you in that book is to look ahead into the future. And I want you all to do this right now with me if you, if you wanted to. Um, and that is imagine yourself at the airport five years from now and you're kind of waiting for your flight. It's a couple hours away, so you have some time to kill. And then all of a sudden you feel a tap on your shoulder and you turn around and it's your buddy from high school that you hadn't seen in, in like years. You haven't seen this person in forever. 
And this person, of course, like is so happy to see you too. And you go and get coffee together because you're both waiting for your flights. And then this person eventually asks you, hey, like, how's life going? Like, what's going on? How are things? And remember, this is five years from now. And you say to, your, to, to this person, life is amazing. It couldn't get any better. And I want you to think about that really quick. What would, in your life five years from now, make you respond like that? And to help you frame this, I want you to think about the top four categories of your life that are most important to you. It could be anything. This is your this is this is your life, so it could be anything. Uh, for me, it's uh, family, uh, professional, finances, and health. For other people, maybe they're athletes. Maybe sports is one of them. Maybe they're a musician. Music is one of them. Whatever, whatever your top four are, and then underneath each of those four things, you should literally take a piece of paper, fold it into four quadrants, and do this. Under each of those four categories, you start to bullet point what in your family life would make you say that life is the way it should be five years from now? What related to health would make you say five years from now that life couldn't get any better? And you start to bullet point and list these things down. That's what success is to you. And the cool thing about this little exercise is when you when you finish up and you have this sheet that's divided into four with these four quadrants, it becomes an amazing tool for you to help you achieve that success. Because a lot of times you're given opportunities and you have to make decisions. And a lot of times we make decisions not because of where we want to go, but just because what maybe seem, might seem like a good opportunity. Um, but if you have this sheet of paper in front of you, it's really easy for you to say no if it doesn't align with those things. And that's one of the hardest things to do as a human being, let alone an entrepreneur, uh, is, is saying no to things, especially if it's an opportunity that's given to you. Because sometimes those opportunities, even though they might seem great at, uh, at front, you might actually see, if you had the sheet in front of you, that you're actually taking away or making it less likely of one of those things to actually be true five years from now. And I created you know, this exercise as a result of, of hearing about a similar uh, thought experiment that happens in, in a particular real estate company when they hire people. They do, they do the same thing uh, with their prospective employees. And the cool thing about this is it allows the employer and the em potential employee to have an understanding up front of whether or not that relationship is going to work out or not, uh, which is really cool. And you need to have that understanding with new ideas that you have right now because this sheet, this this goal planning sheet that you have um, becomes your definition of, of success. And success on the daily is are you actually putting in the work and the effort to get to those goals that you have? Um, you know, I, I know I know a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs who on paper are very successful, a lot of employees, millions of dollars in the bank, so on and so forth. But then you actually have a conversation with them about how they truly feel. And they're just not in it. They're just not hyped out, uh, hyped about it because they took this sort of low hanging fruit opportunity they had and grew it because they thought they were supposed to. And, you know, they're at the top of a ladder, but they're not at the top of the right ladder for them. Uh, and the work to understand which ladder to go up to. It happens up front. I really like the way you put that. I think it makes it a really concise, simple way to do it. I know there's a lot of different strategies and things that you can read and learn to do about, you know, making this life plan. And I think people get wrapped up and make these things that are too detailed and too complex and mm -hmm. they never really go back to it. This really just focuses on top four areas, biggest priorities and making your decision simple. I love that. Yeah. And now I know if I'm working on something, um, I can check in with myself and say, well, am I actually working on something that's helping me or am I actually just working to work and stay busy and get distracted? <laughs> right. Speaking of working, what would you say has been the most effective strategy that you've used 
to grow any of your businesses or drive additional revenue? Uh, well, there are a number of things. This is something that I'm experimenting with all the time. Uh, I could say things like growing my email list, uh, which has become an important sort of asset uh, to me and my businesses. But, you know, t two things, uh, one that I think is going to be really surprising, but this one that I'll mention first um, won't be, but it's still really important. And that is handing off a lot of work by building a team. Um, getting a team involved, hiring people, or get, or getting help even in a contractor sort of basis uh, is has been huge because it's taken a lot of that busy work out of my hands and has put it into other people's hands who can do it faster and better so that I can actually focus on bigger ticket things uh, in my business. And, you know, we all have the same 24 hours during the day, but you can expand on that if you have other people doing a lot of the work that you would normally do for you. Uh, there's a great book out there by my buddy Chris Ducker called Virtual Freedom. And in that book, he shares why it's important to build a team and how to do it and the kinds of things you can have them do. And it's funny because for the first five years of my business career, I was doing everything myself. I was the only person in my business. And, I, and, and it was like that for a couple of reasons. One, I thought that I had to do it all my on my own because I was an entrepreneur and I thought things had to be done in kind of the sort of uh, front lines, ground, guerrilla work kind of fashion. Um, and secondly, I just didn't trust anybody else with, with my stuff. You know, it had to be done my way or no, nobody else would touch it. Um, and I didn't think anybody else could do it. But then once I started to dabble in it a little bit, I started to see the benefits of showing uh, up and handing work off to other people. It just I just got obsessed with it because it's been amazing. It's opened up so much more time, not just for me to think about how to grow my business in new ways that only I can do uh, as, as a CEO, but also more time with my family. And, and that's really important to me. Um, so that's the first thing, growing my team. And I've grown it slowly over time, but now it's, it's a big team of about 10 people that each have their own specific role. None of them are full-time, but they do things when the work requires them to do it. Uh, but the other thing I was gonna mention that has helped me with especially productivity, with efficiency, with staying focused, with also my creativity and thinking outside the box, is working on my physical fitness and my nutrition. And that has become a huge surprise to me. I mean, I always knew it was great to be healthy, right? Because we, we need to stay in, uh, you know, so we're not sick and we can continue to work. But I never realized that I get such a big benefit out of truly focusing on honing in on my top physical uh, fitness and, and top nutrition uh, like in, that I've ever had in my life. Um, I've become so much more focused, so much more confident in myself, so much uh, just more energy in what I do. And when my goal is to spend as much time with the kids as possible, I need to be as efficient as possible when I do work. Because every time now that I feel like I'm wasting time, I feel like I'm taking that time away from my kids. So that's helped me focus truly on, on efficiency and productivity. And, then, you know, there's apps that I use and there's, you know, strategies that I use related to my calendar that helps. But more than anything, it's been the fitness and the nutrition because when you think about it, you know, your body is like the machine and your brain is the CPU. And it's like you got to keep those things in tip-top shape and well-oiled and, and clean all the time. And if you are putting bad fuel into your body, it's like your output's going to be bad. So I've been focusing on those things by getting other people involved to help me and hold me accountable because that's what I need. I have a trainer who works with me virtually. Um, and we, what well, that means basically we FaceTime each other and he's watching me do my 
my workouts and pushing me a little bit further than I, than I would want to go, which is what I need to, to grow muscle mass. And also, um, you know, he's, he's texting me, uh, my workouts actually just right now while we were recording, I got the text message for today's workout, um, you know, which I actually do in my own, my own home. Um, and then on top of that, I also hired a, a nutritionist who has helped me with meal planning. So I spend time on Sundays uh, creating my meals for the rest of the week, and that way they're all there, and I don't have to ever make a decision during the week on what to eat. It's already made for me, and it's already cooked, and I just have to reheat it. And I don't, I'm not uh, tempted to go to you know a fast food place because that food's already there, and I don't have to waste time thinking about where to eat because again, it's already there. So that in and of itself is helping with productivity, but just the change that it's made in my body and my mind uh, has has been you know, I'm just forever grateful for the fact that I now am finally realizing that, uh, how important food is. Hmm. Interesting. I like, this is getting recorded you guys right after Halloween too. So I'm looking at like the huge bucket of candy that we oh, still gosh. have left. And, like, so my nutrition plan yesterday and today has not been on point, Pat, but you've inspired me to get back on tonight and this week. Well, I, I've been trying to stick with it as much as possible, but, you know, I was also told that, you know, if you get off every once in a while, that's fine. It's just, you got to get back on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's where a lot of times food is, especially it's hard because, you know, sugar especially can trigger those addictive qualities that can make you keep coming back for more. Um, so, you know, it's okay to take a break every once in a while, but just making sure you have the accountability or the, or the strength, to get back to where you need to be and get back on your plan uh, is good. One thing we do we do do um, with the nutritionist is you know I have a I have a you know how they, they call it cheat meals uh, we call it treat meals because my wife and I we had started calling them cheat meals and my, my kids are like why are you cheating cheating is bad so we call we started we started calling them treat meals but I think that's a better approach because you don't want to ever say that you're cheating yourself you want to treat yourself and so I'm focused midweek on eating well so that I can have a nice treat uh, by the end of the week, which is typically like half of a pepperoni pizza from this New York place uh, nearby in, here in San Diego um, and like buffalo wings. And I love it. That's like my reward. Nice. Sounds good. Making me hungry. All right. So real quick, Sorry. you mentioned um, growing your email list too. What are the top one or two things really briefly that you've done to help boost your email list? Yeah. So, a couple things. Um, one is to start to include more often forms on your site. I think most people are afraid to put too many. And I think including them on some of your highest traffic pages is really helpful. For example, your about page. Your about page is actually typically one of the most highest trafficked pages on your site because people want to learn about you. And that's the perfect time to ask for an email. People are there. They want to learn more. And uh, if they can, they like what they see, then they can subscribe and get something. Now, another thing that I think uh, is maybe more obvious now than it was a couple of years ago is that you want to also give away something when people subscribe, this sort of incentive or lead magnet, as they call it. Um, and that is something you give in exchange for an email address. When somebody subscribes, they get an email with that thing. And that thing could be you know, a short ebook, or I, I, I even think it could be and probably shouldn't be uh, an ebook anymore. It could be something as easy to create as a, a, a video. Um, sharing one of your top tips. I mean, just something short and sweet actually works better because if people see they can subscribe for a 60-page ebook, do you think people want to read a 60-page ebook? Probably not, but they would probably likely love to see a five-minute video showing them how to do something and get a result right away. 
so so think about those kinds of things. Also, another thing you could do for a lead magnet is just a quick sort of two-page PDF of, of the top tools that people in your niche use. You know, people love to hear about tools and they, you know, we feel that the resources that are out there can help us achieve our goals faster. So if you create a list of the top five tools that people in your audience use uh, to do whatever it is to get closer to their goals. I mean, that's something that's very compelling that people would be willing to exchange your email address for. Um, and then, and then lastly, you know, I have a podcast as well, just asking for people to subscribe. I think, you know, if you have something worth something, uh, if you have something of value to share, it's okay for you to ask for people to subscribe, to go, to go and get it. I love it. I love it. All right, so we're going to go to a little part of the show we call the Knowledge Explosion Round. I'm going to ask you a couple questions really quick. You just shoot back the first thing that comes to mind. Sound good? Cheese. 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 Well, I'm from Wisconsin, so it's always cheese. That's like oh, okay. standard standard Paper. stuff here. <laughs> These are the things that are on my mind. I don't know why. But okay, go ahead. All right, you guys. This is the Knowledge Explosion Round with Pat Flynn of the Smart Passive In- Income Podcast and so much more. Here we go. Pat, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? The best piece of advice I've ever received is fail fast and fail often. Other than your own, what is your favorite business or professional development book? The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. I got it sitting on my desk right now. I feel like I look at that every day. I love it. It should be on your desk because it should remind you to only work on one thing at a time. I know. Great, great suggestion. What is a business app or a website that you couldn't live without? Google Calendar. What is your favorite social media platform for your business? Twitter. Who is one thought leader that you follow? Elon Musk. What is your one piece of advice for listeners? Talk to as many people as possible. Build relationships. I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for the relationships that I had built. You never know who the next person might know or what information that person might have to help you in you achieving your goals. But also, do what you can to provide others value first before you ask for anything in return. You just had a big win for your business or a big celebration for something going on in your family. What is your drink of choice? Oh, gosh. Alcoholic drink? <laughs> hey, whatever you drink to celebrate. That could be like a milk if you want. Uh, depends on what we're celebrating. If it's related to my kids and, and I'm with my kids, I wouldn't drink alcohol. But it would probably be something like a treat, uh, like a like a malted chocolate shake or something like that. Um, but if it was like if I'm out with a bunch of buddies and we're at a conference and we're celebrating a big lunch, you know, I might have an alcoholic drink and it's probably going to be a Moscow mule. Ooh, I love the cups. All right. Well, you have survived the knowledge explosion around Pat. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. So in closing, you've already given a ton of great strategies, a ton of great advice. After listening to this episode, what is the one concrete action step they can put down their phone take out their headphones whatever it is and start doing right now to be more successful in their career business or life talk to a human being and talk to them about something related to where you want to go if you are starting a business talk to somebody related to potential problems that they might have or pains that they might have that you want to solve talk to somebody if you have a business already Reach out to a random email subscriber that you have 
and tell them that you want to get on the phone with them and talk to them about what they're struggling with, what they what, what they like about what you're doing, but also what you could do to improve their experience. Uh, if, if you are, I mean, with anything you're doing, you can talk to a human being and have it help you in some way, shape or form. If people want to learn more about what you have going on, the Smart Passive Income podcast, all your other programs, check out your book, Will It Fly? How can they do that? Uh, if you go to smartpassiveincome.com, you'll find all that stuff there. But if you wanted to get my book directly, you can check out willitflybook.com. And I'm also at Pat Flynn on uh, Twitter and Instagram and, and most other places too. Well, Pat, it's been awesome. You rock. Not only are you an incredibly successful business guy, you're just an all-around awesome dude. And I love that more than anything. So thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Jenna. Thanks, everybody. You guys, this has been another episode of Growth Bomb Podcast, your weekly guide to explosive success. We will catch you again next week. Like this episode? Rate Growth Bomb on iTunes and share the link. Get highlights of today's show, check out previous episodes, and get access to additional resources for business and personal success at growthbombpodcast.com.